You know, one of the things I was thinking about with financial literacy and the new math curriculum is that one way to teach your kids about numbers and about math is to play cards with them. I've recently started playing crib in the last few years, and it I just thought to myself, holy moly, like, I wish I would have played this with my parents. Like, it just because it just, it, you'll learn how to qu- count with great speed. You learn strategies. Uh, I know counting cards isn't something. And remembering which cards uh, fell isn't something that casinos are awfully fond of. But let's talk about how coronavirus may change Canada's casinos. Paul Burns, president and CEO of the Canadian Gaming Association, joins the show. Welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. So what stage of reopening will casinos fit into? Do we know yet? Has the government given you any details? Because we're just entering a stage two in Toronto today. It is stage three in Ontario. Um, casinos are open in Alberta. They're soon to open in uh, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, um, and expecting not to in early July in uh, Manitoba and Saskatchewan. So it's uh, it is starting. Uh, we don't have dates in Ontario, but uh, they are in stage three. I would imagine there are a lot of things to look at. Casinos are uh, closed spaces. They're high risk during the pandemic because of crowds normally. So what um, measures are you taking in order to change the way casinos operate as we move forward through this pandemic? Because we're not out of it yet. But to keep people safe, what are we going to see in casinos as we start to enter them during reopening? Um, What you're going to see is... um... Uh, there'll be less people, uh, for one, in the in the properties. Um, Ontario single operators and bingo operators work together in health and safety guidance, which we submitted to the government a few weeks ago. And really just talking about things that we're a highly regulated part of the hospitality sector. So we have institute regulations on a daily basis. We have uh, very good cleaning procedures. They're only going to get better. So what the industry has done is that we're going to mandatory for employees to wear masks. At this point, guests will be free to wear masks if they choose. It will be up to them. Uh, there will be social distancing. There will be fewer positions at tables. Um, slot machines will be uh, spaced out. The ones will be turned on and reduced capacities. And that is then laid over top is enhanced cleaning. So you will see a lot more people on the floor cleaning. You will see... Um, uh, Measures to put in place so people don't gather on floors. People are spread out. They maintain social distancing. Things like uh, air circulation, uh, c- casino properties will probably move to and will move to 100% fresh air. Yeah, uh, I would imagine you'd have to recycle air a lot because one of the risks is, is, is ventilation. It is, and they have very good air handling systems to begin with and do use uh, a large amount of fresh air already. Uh, is that true? Is that to keep us awake so that we keep gambling? <laughs> it keeps you no. Know, it keeps the the room fresh and and uh, the, what it is is predominantly is slot machines give off a lot of heat. Um, they're electronic devices. There are lots of them. There's lots of lights and screens that give off heat. That's why good air handling systems are required in casinos, or else it would get extremely hot. And so and so air circulation is very important. It's important for guest comfort. It's important for many reasons. So um, it's something that the casino industry has, has done well. And, and in this case, uh, many of the casinos are now in the process of cleaning their air, their HVAC systems, um, looking at ways to um, enhance cleaning procedures of those, changing filters more quickly or more rapidly, uh, and then increasing the fresh airflow to the building so there isn't recycled air. 
We're speaking with Paul Burns, president and CEO of the Canadian Gaming Association, about stage three, which will include hopefully um, casinos reopening. So let me ask you this, Paul. Uh, I, are we going to see table games like blackjack disappearing for a little bit of time because there's so many points of contact there? No, you won't. What you will see and what the casinos are doing is they'll be enhancing the cleaning procedures at tables. So your chips will be cleaned more frequently, a lot more frequently. Um, cards won't be used, uh, aren't used that much, or recycled that much anyway. So in fact, that they will, you know, things will be a lot, you will see people cleaning. Uh, when people leave a position at the table, someone will clean their spot. Um, and so, and if people want, they can wear gloves, but the, what we're trying to do in the, in the environment is ensure that people want to see it clean. They're visually able to see that the cleaning is going on as they're there. So they can be assured it's being done. Um, so all of those procedures in terms of enhancing, and that's what the customer surveys have told our operators. Custom employee, customers and employees are anxious to go. Employees want to go back to work. Customers fancy to get out of their homes. Uh, they want to know that those cleaning procedures are going to be taking place. They want to see them what, taking place. And so What's that's the what demand for casinos reopening from customers? Just curiosity there. Customers are really interested in returning. People want to get out of their homes, return to the their entertainment choices that they've done in the past. And so we've uh, I've seen surveys from Ontario operators that show that there's a, there's a high demand to return, and that people are willing to return as long as they see the health and safety measures in place. And so that's why the industry is working hard to do that. And we have working with the Alcohol and Gaming Commission, who's our regulator, to ensure that. And every every site gaming site in Ontario will be in, will be producing a site specific plan on how they're going to implement the health and safety guidelines. Okay, what about cashless gambling? Because that to me seems like a no brainer. Are we going to make a move to cashless gambling, and what would that look like? Have you already be, begun to kind of plan that out? Well, the Canadian Gaming Association has been working on on technical standards for cashless wagering as a project between gaming regulators in Canada and, and, and companies that supply technology. And that's a process we've been undertaking for almost a year. Cashless is moving. It, it, cash will always be a part of the casino environment. But so are you going to wash it? Well, it's it, hopefully we get beyond the pandemic states and the fact that... I don't mean launder it, it I mean wash it, because that could be misconstrued. <laughs> no. No, cash will be handled... Um, uh, carefully by staff as it is now. Um, in fact, that there's very little touch except in the cage employees who often today even wear gloves. Um, so that you will find um, cashless options are coming and will arrive in, in the gaming space because partly they're already here. Um, mm-hmm. People who, who gamble with Play OLD, uh, Play Now in British Columbia or any other provincial gaming sites are using credit cards, debit cards uh, today. And for those, and those measures are going to find their way into a casino environment, probably in the next 12 months or so. And Nevada is actually instituting or, or deciding on their regulations this week to bring in cashless. So being able to use alternative payment choices in a casino, whether that's to go to a kiosk and load a card, whether it's a uh, an Apple Pay type touch, um, all of the tools that are available in any other retail environment today are what we're looking at as an industry to be able to bring the technology customers are looking for 
Uh, yeah. Who are? I wonder how. Available. I wonder how many people that are like against uh, gambling and are you know because there's a lot of people that have da- gambling addictions. Even casinos, you know, ban some people from uh, coming in because of their gambling addiction because nobody wants to be, put people at risk. But uh, I wonder how that's going to affect uh, people that well, you know with the touchless pay, limiting well, them. The if you can limit them more, well, you can give people the tools. We, those tools are available for people today on um, Play OLG site, on any of the provincial uh, Lottery Corp online gaming sites. They're called pre-commitment tools, how long you play, how much you spend. And those are the tools that we're looking at as an industry, too, because we realize that there are other uh, issues we must address in mm-hmm. cash. It's not as simple as a, as a retail saying, I'm not going to accept cash anymore. It is people use... Right now, players use cash as a tool. They take out X number of dollars, and that's their budget, and then they, they don't use anymore. So sure, so you have to be able to, to give them a way to do that when you're talking about an Apple Pay. Paul, i got to leave it at that because I've got to get to the news with Jamie Tweel at the top of the hour, but I appreciate your time today, and I wish you the best of luck getting everything ready uh, as hopefully we get into Stage 3 so you can get up and run in with your business again. That would be, we're looking forward to that, hopefully soon. So thank you very much. Thank you. That's Paul Burns, president and CEO of the Canadian Gaming Association. As I said, Jamie Tweel will be coming up after uh, Jamie Tweel checks in with us. Uh, We may be talking about the airport and the new regulations that they put into place. Uh, Just yesterday, the safety protocol, it's, it's pretty space age. It's Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.